forever. Dog. Step right up, step right up for a podcast episode like no other, full of Mark's looky-loos and talk of the Chicago World's Fair that for once does not lead to H.H. H. Holmes's murder castle. Leanne Bowen joins us to discuss carnivals on today's thrilling podcast, The Ride. podcast the ride the show hosted by three cake eating marks i'm jason sheridan uh joined as always by mike carlson uh yes i'm here my name is mike carlson and i am a cake eating mark uh, figurative i am both figurative and literal cake eating mark uh scott yeah. garrider here of course as well yeah uh I, I, am i um am i correct jason that you did you also visit uh, a website devoted to carny lingo <laughs> Scott, I visited any number of websites uh, about Carney Lingo and reached the point where I'm like, I have to set up to record. Uh, I have to tap out at the letter K. Uh, <laughs> I had to tap out because so, so much, much of the lingo was making me uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> A lot well, of it was very upsetting to me. And I was, I don't know if you were looking at the same one as me, but even more upsetting than the lingo itself was the graphic design of the white comic sans over just bright blue. Um, it was upsetting to look at, not a, not a visual carnival in the least. Mm-hmm. That that is exactly where I ended up. I started on a website with like twelve terms, and I was like, "This isn't enough. There has to be more." And uh, <laughs> be careful what you wish for, because uh, you're really getting to the weeds there. Uh, I'm excited about about that Carney language because it has so much crossover with pro wrestling slang. Yes, I encountered a lot of that too. Um, yeah, so I am a mark. I'm a mark for cake. I ate a cake last week. Uh, and when I say I ate a cake, I ate the whole cake. I did oh. the whole thing myself. Solo? Uh, yes, solo. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That why'd is true. I'm not lying. Why'd that come about? Uh, mm, it was a smaller cake. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, Lindsay was gone for a couple days. Uh, so when no one's around, you're going to have to eat that whole cake. Jason, you know what I'm saying. Hey, brother, I know what you're <laughs> talking about, uh, especially... Um, when no one's around, or if people are around, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's uh, let's bring our guest in to yes. see what she thinks about she, eating a cake alone. <laughs> she is not a mark uh, in carnival parlance. Actually, once was an agent, uh, a worker of the carnival. Uh, <laughs> she is a writer uh, and and producer, I believe, on the Apple TV show <laughs> Ted Lasso. Right? Yes, she's not yes, on your head. That's okay. Correct. It's Leanne that's correct. I thank you. This is so I always like I'm trying to learn podcast etiquette and something in my brain is like you can't talk until your name is said. And so I was just like say my name. Yeah, um, that, hi. Yeah. Hey. Uh, hi. yeah, feel I want to say it for future any other future appearances uh here otherwise and any guests on our show uh, feel free to interrupt us anytime. It doesn't okay, matter. Cool. Nothing we're saying is important. So, yeah. No, no protocols. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's yeah. true. I was an agent. Um, and yes, I, I'm a writer on Ted Lasso. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I what is a mark? I don't know what a mark is. Oh, it's a uh, it's like a rube. It's a sucker. <laughs> a rube. A sucker. Yeah. It's somebody that can be yeah. taken advantage of, essentially. So, like, if it's a crooked uh, carnival game, I that make I get it. Yes, that like that guy with the like short arms. He's the mark for a baseball tossing, <laughs> like because yeah. you can't throw it. That I get it. With I got short it. arms, yeah. yes. So yeah, short you're arms, limited. Yeah. You're not gonna smash yeah. those bottles down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I hope, and I don't mean to be ableist. I don't know. I guess short arms could also throw very far. I apologize. You're just saying, oh, you're just saying it's a descriptor to point out somebody. It's like a red hat. Yeah. That guy can sing and play the piano. He can't throw a baseball. That's exactly. (laughs) Yeah. A Jason Sheridan Uh, type, uh, you know, where it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, What is he? Um, Yes. uh, Mark comes from the, uh, the carnies when they would, uh, you know, after someone lost a game, they would pat them on the back with chalk on their hands. So mm-hmm. you would literally look like other workers would look for the marks in the crowd and start and try to lure them over. Like, come here, come here, try this mm-hmm. game now. You know, that's amazing. That's amazing. That sounds, that seems really smart. I will say that's kind of the energy that I could see happening. At, I didn't see that happening at the carnival, but like they seem like a very tight knit community and I could see them having little secret things mm-hmm. going on like that it was it was it was very interesting <laughs> yeah um, so so yeah just to, to official officially say we're talking carnivals today yes we haven't done a lot of carnival talk on podcast the ride um so yeah we're gonna finally address some of these topics i know everybody wants to know about um and 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 with the broader umbrella of carnivals I, you know, it seems like Leanne, like your your in was a carnival that you uh, th- that you worked at in the recent past, but the broader umbrella also seems to include uh, circa eighteen nineties, <laughs> cool. um, uh, you know, like weird train side hobo era. You know, you I guess you you yeah. did not work at a carnival in the eighteen nineties. Just to get I that out not. of the way, it was I think twenty fifteen. I can see a lot of like fairly recent. I don't know if there's been a lot of like advances in carny like culture. So there might be some like (laughs) like hanging out, some hanging honors of the 1800s. Um, But yeah, it was interesting. I, I didn't, I wasn't seeking, I guess I wasn't looking to work at a carnival. I actually, it was interesting because I ran a red light and I had like a $400 ticket and I usually would pay it. But for some reason I decided to go down to the courtroom and I didn't know that you can do community service instead of paying tickets. I was like, oh, I'm never paying a ticket again. I'll just do community service. So I thought it was something like cleaning up the side of the road or, you know, I don't know, doing something. And I saw down the street from my house, there was like, like work or carnival. And I was like, are you serious? I get to work or carnival? Like I would have done that on a Saturday just to like hang out and see what it was like. So it was cool it was really i yeah i went down there and i was maybe the oldest person that was work it it must have been city run or something because it was the city of los angeles and there was this older lady sitting in it it was at a high school um and this older lady sitting in in the physical education office and then literally it was me and like six teenagers that were that were the like authority on this carnival (laughs) and they gave us she just gave us walkie talkies and keys to the go-karts and she's like yeah just make sure like 
all the trash is uh, taken out and like make sure all the trash bins are taken over here. Make sure all they have all what they need because basically they would hire this company and I'm using finger quotes because um, they seem more like a roving community of of drifters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> sure, that sure. Was, that um, and they basically ran each stand. They set it up. They planned it all out. Like it was their deal, and we just were sort of, I guess. And I don't remember seeing security there. Uh, and then, so yeah, so that's all I did all day. And at the end of the day, I was like, okay, guys, pick up your, and then when I was done, she was like, here, pick up your envelope of tickets, go have fun. I was like, oh shit, I get to go like, go on rides and stuff. But I, (laughs) oh, I can go on. It's crazy. I, Carnival Rides, after seeing them set it up, it terrifies me. Like, (laughs) I had to sit, I'll stop talking a little while you guys can get into this. No, please. But, um. I think I got there at like 6 a.m. and I got the run of the land and then they showed up at like 8 a.m. And um, as they were coming in, I was directing them. And then one guy like rolled down his window. He's like, hey, where's the nearest liquor store? And I was like, cool. OK, you're going to set up a ride and then go get liquor. And so, um, yeah, I carnival rides. If you have a feeling like they're scary or you shouldn't go on it, your feeling is probably right because it is it's crazy I, oh, a relatively yeah. unvetted uh community of folks at least in the one that you experienced uh, setting it up did it feel just like random people who are strong or not strong i think not strong i think they um <laughs> they're just regular people um they they feel like like if oh i feel i don't want to be like mean but i mean like i don't know like has anyone been to Fresno? <laughs> I feel like they were like, they all were pro- like, I feel like, oh, this is a family from Bakersfield. They're like, we can get into the carny business. And uh, they, they would, they have these huge like wrenches that were like the size of my body. And they would set up these big, you know, rides and then they would just sit at them all day and take tickets and nothing broke thank god um there was when you were illustrating that you had kind of a miserable pose as if uh (laughs) the people who set these things up with the giant wrenches then just stare bitterly at their creation all day absolutely there was no joy there was no joy um i think the people that had more like pizzazz were the people running the um games because you know you have to engage people but even then it was just like like i've been to like a county fair and it feels a little more fun but this was just a little sadder because it was at a high school in the valley Mm. and um yeah it just wasn't it didn't have what like the orange county for the county fair the la county fair had but the craziest thing that happened was there was a little girl who i swear to god had to be 14 it was a family affair too, so you know, clearly it's family affair. And she looked like she had giant angel wings tattooed on her back. And I was like, <laughs> first of all, she's a baby. Why is she working at this carnival? And why does she have giant angel wings tattooed on her back? It was it was such an experience. I wish I had talked to talked to them more, but I think I was just, I yeah, I just keeping your head to down them. to some extent. Yeah, keep my head down. <laughs> Try not to let stuff fall on me. Yeah. It's interesting because, I mean, we would have, there would be a yearly carnival that would be at the church by our house, and we would always go. I think I've told the story before. I got thrown up on on the tilt-a-whirl. 
There were five. There were, Mm -hmm. yeah, five of us in a -a tilt-a-whirl car. My friend next to me, me, it might be six. It was six. And then uh, my sister. Yeah, that's far too many. (laughs) Far too many. I could see the car and just be like, get in. That's fine. Get in. Everyone get in. Well, when when my friend turned to me and said, I'm going to be sick. And I was trying to yell at the operator. My friend is going to be sick. Uh, it didn't matter. It didn't. <laughs> that isn't a concern. Uh, and then I was the buffer. I got all the throw up, and my sister and other two friends did not get any throw up on them. Oh my god. Um, but there was. You definitely like kind of felt like oh, everybody that works here like is a fan. Like they all know each yeah. other. Like it's they've been on, obviously on the road forever because this is sort of just they're like mm-hmm. traveling musicians or something. Yes. Like they've just been the road warriors. Um, absolutely yeah yeah absolutely similar to roadie stuff too where it's this like just massive but you sort of don't think about the scale of this stuff and the setup and tear down and how briefly some of it can be up and in just my my vague research hearing about shifts that are 24 hours long of (laughs) setting up a a ferris wheel and then having to drive it all night and all day to the next place that sounds like incredibly tiring which might be where that might be where i ran into the carny term uh, beanies jason did you read about beanies i think i read about beanies but i think i've forgotten more than i've ever known about carny lingo at this point <laughs> this one jumped out because beanies are amphetamines because if you That's have to do stuff if you have to do that level of stuff for 24 hours like to set up, tear, tear down an entire Ferris wheel, and then drive for the entire rest of the day. Uh, yeah. You might need a little help. You might need a little bit of beanies. But again, is this is what I'm describing from the 1910s? I don't want to go saying that the people that you worked for, Leanne, are uh, you know cranked up on I beanies. <laughs> I really hate to like stereotype and like, but it was that. Like it was exactly that. And that's a, <laughs> these are this is a thing. These like these are things that happen. I don't totally blame them. I guess I would also I take beanies if I had to. Absolutely. But. I'm mm-hmm. sure the profit turnover isn't very good and they're just trying their best, but yeah, half of them were I know for sure one guy went to get alcohol before mm-hmm. the day started. So there's that and who knows what else was going on. There um, Yeah. There would be certain rides, like for whatever reason, I think like setting up a Tilt-A-Whirl and Tilt-A-Whirl was my favorite carnival ride as a kid. I just, I liked that the best. Um, That one, for whatever reason, seems to like, I'm not as scared by that, but there would also be a ride where they were just hanging swings and you would swing around. And, and as more that I think about going on that now as an adult, where it's like really just a chain, they just hook a chain to something. Like that to me seems like that's that can just fly out. How how does that not happen more where there's like crazy know. stuff? Because, they're, yeah, they're just transporting the stuff. It's like Disneyland stuff. There's always, you know, there's been accidents or whatever, but those sit in the same spot forever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're they not hope. constantly taken apart and put back together like every yeah, few I days. Have, I have like pieces of furniture that I've taken apart during like three moves and they're never the same. <laughs> the, the entertainment center is not the same as it was when I first put it together. It's just like yeah. that's physics, I think. I yeah, know. I don't know. I, I mean, that I don't. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I've never nothing broke. I, I've loved. I've always loved the carnival rides that would pop up in parking lots. Like I grew mm-hmm. up in the valley, and there was like, yes, here comes one, and I would ride the rides. But nothing has ever broken. But. Right. Yeah, I've seen, I don't know if you guys have ever gone through like videos and 
seen videos of like rides that I'm sure you guys have. Like this podcast is probably <laughs> yeah dug, dug deep into broken rides. Sure, uh, sure. I saw it. Well, you know what you end up with a lot of on YouTube is like sensationalist uh, thumbnails that portray some like impossible. Yeah breakage like a kid starting to fly towards the sun that's how high he's going <laughs> and the you click on the, it <laughs> the sun has a mouth that's about to eat him as well yeah, and you're jump, like jump, i don't jump. think you'd click on it because you're like i just want to make sure this didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> i did i think i would have read about this in every newspaper but um i yeah i then you then you click on things and they're a little more mild and like wait how what's the accident like it's too blurry to even tell I guess with this on the way to, to talk about carnivals, I did see a pretty horrible one where some big things swung up and then just like slammed back to the ground. But I oh, think God. there here's here's where I have some hope is that uh you know, all right, we're talking about carnivals. Let me find out about some grisly carnival accidents. And they weren't that easy to find. I don't it's yeah. not as if there are hundreds every year. I don't think that's the case at all. Well, yeah. That's very promising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's It seems like most websites about carnival and stuff are like, well, in the modern day, most are run pretty honestly. Like they've figured out like, well, there, there's ways to run these games where it's like, well, it's not crooked, but it's still a pain in the ass for people where they just end up dishing out money because kids want a good prize. They don't want a tiny comb. I just remember, like, any Chuck E. Cheese or, like, carnival games. Like, the entry-level prize is just, like, would you like a tiny comb? Mm-hmm. What about yeah, a kazoo? It's like, this, it's like you see all those big prizes, and then, like, you won, and then they pull out something underneath, and it's just, like, a pencil <laughs> sharpener or something. Yes. <laughs> a yeah, non-display prize, sure. That would always get me. Um, and it's it's funny because the history, like, of American popular culture all goes back to like the same wells it's all garbage it all goes back to like (laughs) carnivals and then vaudeville and then the funny pages and all of this stuff but what the modern like version of a carnival comes from it seemed like everyone kind of agreed on like pointing at like well the 1893 chicago world's fair is like the origin of like the modern carnival because like that introduced the concept of the midway and and like every carnival is a midway uh uh the world's fair had a lot of exhibits had a lot of modern technology but the thing that people gravitated towards of course was the ferris wheel and the games and the prizes and in a less enlightened time the freak shows you know yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's um that the exhibits always they're still weird. Like they have them at um, the Orange County Fair and the LA County Fair in Pomona, where like tables set it. Like they, like you can like set a table and then that you compete for ribbons for like how, yeah. how you set a table. For setting a table, really? Yeah, oh. it's like it's a um, huge thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like my theme is apples. So you have a little plate in the shape of an apple, and the placemat's an apple. And then you have glasses and apple juice. I don't know. It's it and there's wild. It's like decorating a cake, except it's table setting. I do not get it. It's <laughs> fascinating. Also, kind of like not great. Some I'm like, okay, this is <laughs> really shitty. Um, I was like, this is the Orange County Fair. You better bring it. 
Yeah, that um, feels a high profile. Like you have to bring an A game to an, the Orange County Fair, yeah. which is a thing I feel like I heard even living in Illinois. I heard that phrase. Yeah. I know what it was necessarily, but the it's Orange a County Fair. Fame. The Orange County. Right. I, it sounds. Mm-hmm. I think I knew it before I knew. Like I lived here. Is what I'm saying. Have you been now? I have never been. Hmm. Yeah. Fairs are um, like deal. state fairs, county fairs are such they're weird own beasts because they like share a lot of very similar things to carnivals, but then they'll set up for like a month or a few months. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. carnivals are usually in and out in like a week yeah. or less. That's, uh, that's a quicker thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably because we... in the past they had to get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, who knows <laughs> what Before... transpired. <laughs> Before all the people in the town talked to each other and realized they had been swindled. <laughs> yeah. And then they ran them out, <laughs> like ran them out of town. Yes. There's a thousand, of, thousand of us with the chalk marks on our back. Right. Everyone like, in hey, town wait a minute. has one. Did you see? <laughs> you have it too. Marks on their back. <laughs> uh, and my son and my daughter and my priest, all of us. We talked about games. Uh, games loomed so large in my child brain. Because, like, I don't it, we knew, I think, those were, like, crappy, like, full of, like, cheap styrofoam plush oftentimes. It was not yes. your high-quality yeah. plush that we might have had at home. But the idea of winning, which I think is also why I liked casinos, there was something about, like, winning, like, your good, how good you were could win something that would, like, just make me gravitate toward the games and my strongest game memory is at this um, carnival that we had by the church. There was a man who was operating it, and it was as close, I think, as I would have ever gotten to, like, old-timey carnival barker. Um, but he had his own style, and I will never, ever forget the way, what he was saying because we would repeat it for years. And he would be like, we're playing for another biggin'. We're playing for a biggin'. We're two biggins for a jumbo. <laughs> Two like an over like playing. Hey, step right up there, you sir. You are playing for a biggin. And he would talk about the different sizes depending on how many people I think were playing this game. I don't even remember what game it was, but for years we would say, "You're we're playing for another biggin. We're playing for a biggin." And we got so excited to play for a biggin uh, with What's, this gentleman. What a biggin end up being? I Did think you, it we was win just a like, biggin. I did not. I never won a biggin. I don't even think I won anything at that game, but we would play that game because we also were entertained by this man and his uh, sales pitch. Um, But a big, you know, you've seen, they always have those giant things. And I think a jumbo was the biggest one you could get. A big in was the next size down. And then there was probably, as Leanne was talking about, the under the counter, uh, you know, decoder ring that you probably got if you didn't actually do anything. Um, So I will, that's, I can I can like see this man's face in my mind. I know this was over twenty years ago. Uh, that one website uh, that Scott and I were talking about with the Comic Sans like glossaries uh, made a very I I it was like finding a diamond in a rough a diamond in the rough where it was like uh, oh Barker is not a, a term Carney's use that came along in the twentieth century. It came from someone else and it it quoted a like a couple of like lifer carnival professionals and they claim to be showmen uh that Mm. the term they used was showmen and i found an institution in florida called the 
International Independent Showman's Museum. So I think there may be some truth in there. Also, it is hard to tell where there is any truth just in the nature of this carnival business. Right. I um, I saw some of this, too. The stuff I said is that uh, what they call barkers don't like the term, and they prefer to be referred to as talkers. They're, yes. they're uh, carnival talkers. And I'm like, who cares? Get out of here. We, you, you guys get to choose a term for this specific... like. I don't like people have to fight to get the pronouns they want used, and then there's other people who are like, "Um, talkers, please." This is not a <laughs> oh, plight so that I care about. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Well, we talk, so I mean, <laughs> you can get a little more creative with it. And Barker is is fun. It reminds me of dogs, and dogs are like, mm-hmm. Whoa. yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's is wrong with it's... with barking? I guess does that I imply that there's? They seem to think that that implies no skill. That we are just barking. Mm. But barks are cool, and they make you happy like dogs, right? There's no problem with barking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, the outside talker lures you into the tent, and then the inside talker takes over. Obviously. (laughs) Oh, they just, I guess they feel like they have a little more finesse than barking. Yeah. Talking requires a little more finesse, I guess. But But they just, they didn't want to be, they don't want to be too, like hoity-toity about it they just right. want to be like they're, they're it's approachable talking is approachable mm-hmm. i think they're yeah. just trying to be difficult they're just like <laughs> oh so you're a bunch so, so you're a barker huh mm, i don't like the sound of that i, I want to wriggle out of this label i don't know uh, why though um the, the other the other thing i noticed about just in googling carnival barker is that like eight of the top 10 results are people calling donald trump a carnival barker he is all is he is less politician and more carnival barker or even uh uh michael bloomberg tweeted that donald trump we know many of the same people in new york behind your back they laugh at you and call you a carnival barking clown that's oh not the, the clown that's isn't the barker right. that's not a thing yeah <laughs> no the cl- clowns are silent typically or often at least and they would not be the per- they're the person on the inside talking probably not the uh i you know it's this kind of sloppiness in metaphors that i think caused bloomberg the presidency <laughs> it's just and only it's that. the new york elite the new york elite they're just not in touch with what yeah. the real people know well <laughs> yeah he immediately insulted the uh uh clowns he lost mm-hmm. those votes and then he insulted mm-hmm. carnival professionals so mm-hmm. You know, True. remember when he said this? Yeah. He's he said this at the debate too, I think, and then all the it, all the clowns in the audience all hushed. <laughs> they all like ooh, just cut <laughs> to a section of them. They <laughs> well, went back to their jobs at Congress. They went back to their jobs at Congress. <laughs> yes, <laughs> got right. it. Stick it to them, Jason. Boy, that, hell yeah, we all enjoyed that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Leanne, let's like just uh, when you were a kid, were you like way into rides and this type of stuff in general, or was it sort of just like a once, you know, once a year, twice a year thing? Like, did you go to Knott's Bear? Where did you grow up? Oh, yeah. I grew up in the valley, so Mm -hmm. we would do um, Six Flags a lot. Our school would do Six Flags. I loved Six Flags when I was little, like Magic Mountain. 
We did Disney. I did Disneyland maybe like two or three times, but it was so expensive. Mm-hmm. And then Knott's Berry Farm. I did Knott's Scary Farm for the first time when I was like in my 20s. And I was like, how come I didn't never gotten to this? But yeah, I loved rides. I loved, um, I was terrified, but loved the like free fall rides. And mm-hmm. for some reason, I can't do them anymore. I don't know what it was. I don't know where in my 20s or early 30s, I just... I like I think I went to Disneyland and I went on the the haunted um the one Power at California ta- Adventure. Mhm. Oh, Power of Terror. Terror. And, and I went on it and I was like and it scared the shit out of me. I was just like my head was like <laughs> curled down into my body and I was like I'm never doing this again. And I don't mm. know why. I I don't know how that happened, but yeah, when I was little I loved Magic Mountain. I loved rides. I dr- I would drag my dad to take me to Magic Mountain. He would literally sit at the bottom of each ride when me and my my brother and sister would go on. Um, I do. I remember the point. I think it was like I was in my mid twenties. Um, Goliath at Six Flags. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know the big orange one. Um, I <laughs> we it was when it first opened up and. Um, I waited. The line was so long, and we got to the top, and uh, finally got to the front of the line. And I remember I stepped into the car, and I was like, "I can't." I stepped right out, and all my friends were like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I can't do this," and they went on the ride. And then I went on an hour later because I was like, "No, I'm going to do it." I got on, and I regretted it. I was like, "I was right. I shouldn't have got on this ride." (laughs) I, 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 something about, and I also, I. I hate flying now. Like I used to love, I, I've been to different countries. I never second thought, uh, I never gave a second thought to getting on a plane, but now I'm like, I have to take, I have to either drink or I have to take a sleeping pill. I can't something about, I think it's something about the like loss of control. Like I, something Mm -hmm. about that. I just, I can't. And I will not, I probably won't get on another, um, roller coaster for the rest of my life i can really I can say yeah i can say that with a lot of confidence <laughs> not even with but, just take a sleeping pill just that'll help yeah. you get through it Passed <laughs> 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 out on a- six flags don't forget your sleeping pills <laughs> don't forget your- <laughs> they should sell them at the it's just like the uh funnel cake stand at six flags <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just make Very it in the nice. batter just put it in the batter for god's sake yeah and those lines are long enough you can just like take Take it right before you get in the line. Sure. And yeah. I realized I I just had a kid. I have a, a five month old. So I'm like, oh, I'm this is I'm gonna be my dad. She's gonna want to go to every freaking amusement park, and I'm gonna sit at the bottom. But you know. I'm in this similar. I I have a, a pretty recent baby, and the I'm I'm just like praying that he is more uh brave than me like like because i i oh, was really? i'm very fraidy cat i'm this like tower of terror also really scarred me uh until i uh <laughs> uh built up some stamina very recently but uh yeah i'm like please just uh, don't be a wimp like your dad like go have some fun <laughs> i don't and i'm also like i'll be the, i'll be like forcing him on to stuff that uh, yeah. I'll, I'll create him being a wimp by wanting it to go the other way this How, were you always like that when you were a kid too? Yeah, 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 big time. No, oh, no, wow. like super avoided uh, thrill rides and built them up into like bigger monsters than they were. Uh, um, they're terrifying. Your body is not supposed to be doing those things. Yeah, it's uh, true. Your brain yeah. is not wrong about the <laughs> no. feeling. Yeah. 
It knows. It knows what's going on. You just have to override it, and it depends. We've gotten, I think probably not Jason, but Scott and I have both gotten braver about what we're willing to do since going on this, or sorry, since doing this podcast. Mm -hmm. It's forced us to be, yeah, uh, braver. I will say with the the flying, though, I was bad about flying. There were a couple years where I was really good about it, and now I am back to bad. I am back to bad. I don't know what happened. Someone um, recommended to me there's a training school where you can um, you go through it, you take a class and then you and the whole class go on a practice flight with these teachers and you they train you to not be afraid of flying. It's Whoa, crazy. that's yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. So you take um, a real so commercial flight? You take a real commercial flight and it's just you. It's like a smaller plane. Like you go from like Southern California to Northern California and you, you fly there and you fly back. It's like an hour and an hour um, and you pay for You pay for the plane ticket. But um, yeah, they teach you the different things about a plane, statistics, turbulence, like never, ever results in a crash. Right. So right. and there's just all these little things to sort of coping skills, I guess. Um, I always wanted to do that. I just never got around to doing it. It sounds like an it sounds like a future podcast the right episode quite honestly. <laughs> I was wondering do you guys have you guys gone together to a park or Oh yeah, like, yeah. set up a little mic and just like narrate a ride or anything like that? I think that would be Not fun. Not that. No. Well, well I guess a tiny bit, but um, A little bit we've done some recording in the park. I think there was a controversy early on we we threw out the idea of recording at City Walk and I think Jason thought we were going to get arrested if we did that. <laughs> Yes. Uh, well, so Jason is scared of the City Walk police more than of, and Scott and I are afraid of the ride, the bigger rides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I, I mean, I've always liked flying and roller coasters and all of that sort of thing. I'm just more scared of like uh, errands uh, and sending an email. Uh, laundry. Laundry. Uh, laundry. Uh, <laughs> emotional vulnerability. Asking for what I want and asking for help. Um, so that's my. That I think everyone has it about some stuff. I just have it about the stupidest things imaginable. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, these are, and, these are your mental Goliaths. These are my mental yeah, Goliaths. Are, yeah. yeah, emotional roller coasters. Yeah, yeah. emotional roller coasters. Yeah. yeah, so if you just combine, um, uh, in, if you just combine anxiety, depression, uh, and happy-go-lucky, it just comes out as flippant, and everyone loves so, it, and you become a comedian. I, uh, I get that, because, like, I, you know, I, I have low-grade anxiety and depression, and it was yeah. worse when I was in the 20s, and I've always loved horror movies. Like, I've loved just something terrifying me or scaring the shit out of me, and I think it's because it's, like, gets me out of my head, so... Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what roller coasters are for you. I, I I'm that, trying to do horror movies yeah. now because I was always scared of the. We've talked about this on the show before. You know, I would go in Blockbuster and I would see, you know, Chucky or Hellraiser and I would think, oh, these are like literal snuff films where I will watch <laughs> humans being murdered over and over for 90 minutes or two hours. I will never, I'll never do it. And I've literally only in my 30s started getting through some of these classics. Yeah. So I'm trying. I'm trying. I like look for new movies. Like I've searched for movies that I haven't. I feel like I've seen every um, paranormal type of horror movie ever made, and I'm constantly mm-hmm. searching Netflix or looking up lists. And I, I it's like an addiction. <laughs> sure, but and yeah, 
you said you had done not scary farm in general do you now like haunted houses and stuff more and or like horror nights that type of thing i do i like horror nights i like when it's a really scary one like um yeah i like when it it's like i remember them saying like um the universal studio one they will they might touch you and i was like oh my god i have to go i have to do it like i have to do it and i remember doing one and it was like it was pretty scary but no one like touched me so i was like oh shit but yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah that's that's stuff i do think there's a lot to that and uh uh, as far as like that's such a comfort it's like a safe place to like excise your fear excise that anxiety that we all feel just living yes i think that's what it is but i feel like roller coasters you can still die (laughs) you can yeah sure 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 yeah uh that's true i mean i think so much of uh liking theme parks as much as we do there's such it's it's still pretty controlled. Everything is about you know control, and we're not mm-hmm. like Mission Impossible Two. Tom, we're not rock climbing. None of us do that. We don't do like real things. We like yeah. a simulated experience of yeah. like really dangerous things. I don't want to really go in a haunted house. I don't really even believe in ghosts that oh, much, but I, I don't really want to do that. But I will go I in know. a house where ghosts are having a party. That's what I like. <laughs> Fake ghosts are having a party. I I've been on that a hundred plus times. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I I I'm I do believe in ghosts. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. And I'm terrified sure. of them. And I would never want to be in a haunted house, a real haunted house. Yeah. Do you have a ghost story? Do you have inter- interaction? Um, I have a spiritual story that is like I, it's not scary. Like my dad died, and I was uh there for him in hospice and I took care of him and then he asked me and it's been some time I'm not this is not heavy for me um but um like two years later he wanted his ashes spread in Mexico so I went down to Mexico with my brother and my sister and we spread his ashes and I swear to god as if he was standing behind me I heard his voice say thank you and like I'm a very like I it was crazy I, I can't explain it it's it it sounded like his his voice existed in the physical world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I can't explain it. I don't know. So that kind of just like reaffirmed my sort of like thought that there's we exist beyond our physical mm-hmm. selves. Um, and it was really cool. It was it was a really cool experience. It didn't terrify me. I was like, oh shit. And it was like, I'm kind of like, oh, cool. So when I die, something cool is going to happen. So, um, <laughs> and I was in an improv cl- class once and I was telling the story and the girl across from me was like, the same thing happened to me. And she was like, my dad died. And I was like, after he died, I was watching home videos, sitting on my bed alone. No one else was there. And I, I popped in a tape and she was about to press eject. And then she heard her dad's voice say, no, you're going to, you want to watch this one. And, and it was yeah, and I was like, oh, and we were just like, oh my god, it's so crazy. And then she said she watched the video, and it was just her dad on like on a log, like <laughs> in a lake, like walking. Cool. And she said it was the most. It was she said it was very uneventful, and she didn't understand why that one. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just so. Well, it, it feels it very dad that you would be. Hey, check this one out. And yeah, then it's you're, some you're mundane all thing. This one. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I totally believe in like spirits and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, another plane, but yeah, I'm still terrified of ghosts. Mm-hmm. When I yeah, was, <laughs> when my 
my kid would wake up many times in the middle of the night and I, I would have to feed her. We live in this house right now that was built in 1942 and me and my fiance are always t- saying it's haunted, it's haunted. So I'd be there in like the middle of the night feeding her and I'd be like eyeing the closet or like waiting for something to pop out. And it was like, I'm so glad she sleeps better now, but it was, it was, that was so, that was really terrifying for me. Sure. Every Los Angeles has the most haunted energy. And I grew up in Pennsylvania where everything used to be a battlefield where like people died. Uh, So you're saying it's more haunted here. I feel like it's more haunted here. I was in London and I was like, the city is so fucking old. There has to be ghosts where I, there has to be ghosts in this building. Um, Yeah. So that's so funny. Um, What about LA? Like, I don't just the energy. Uh, I mean, you hear about like like early twentieth century LA. Uh, you know, there there was all those like, I mean, late twentieth century LA had tons of cults and new mm, age yeah. stuff. But then the yeah. the rev, the tent revivalists and like the the like just kind of maniac Protestants, like which they touched on a little in that HBO Perry Mason show of like. Uh, 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 radio televangel, uh, you know, pre-televangelists, radio preachers and stuff. And I, I don't know. I, I've read stuff about like people thinking like, oh, it's just the light out here. Like the light drew early filmmakers because they needed so much light to develop old film. But it's just like, mm. it's just sunny all the time just can drive people nuts, you know? <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. And I find for me the way time moves in los angeles very strange because you know back east i feel like you would i would track time with like blizzards or winter summer rainstorms and stuff and it's just the lack of change in weather out here Hmm. sometimes or or the significant like we're in the time of year in la where it's 80 in the day and then like 45 at night like it's just Mm -hmm. like the 30 to 40 degree drop took a, a lot of time go- to get used to ghosts make the temperature go down at night. well they do if they're in the root like you know there's truth there uh i you know i always think of this just i think i said this before in an episode there was i think it was paul thomas anderson talking to mark Marin about like how the comedy store was haunted and never did anything ring more true to me than that statement because <laughs> i was like well, comedy store is haunted if you've ever been in there it's scarier than any haunted house, probably. There's just that bad, bad energy there. Yeah. And that's why everybody mythologizes it. So like, oh, we get the store and like we came up through the store. And it's because you were probably like literally fighting ghosts and spirits there. Um, the, and that makes the neon Carlin uh, sign is going to come to life and <laughs> chomp you. It's like the opening of the cartoon Ghostbusters where like signs are coming to life. And it's all just, yeah, the Jay Leno's name strangles you off, <laughs> it flies off the wall and strangles all the you. signatures all their spirits yeah, the signatures are, in the are all haunted they're all <laughs> anthropomorphic <laughs> signatures that they're come so to life yeah. <laughs> and they well yeah that's what i mean that's paulie shore of course he's he grew up there so he's been haunted his whole life uh mitzi everybody <laughs> all the whole family yeah um so are there any podcasts uh, where you can hear about mitzi and paulie and the store <laughs> I wonder if that's ever been discussed on a podcast before. Probably not. Probably Silence not. Probably, yeah, we, we might be the first. Know? We should get them all on. 
I mean, I've never, I've never heard it before. Uh, let's talk. Uh, what is everyone's favorite carnival ride? I love the tilt a I mean, tilt a as you can find at fairs and at like you know uh, more more smaller amusement parks and stuff. Guys, which one's the tilt a whirl? I don't. Yeah. I actually what? don't know. What? Same, same. <laughs> Why is that? What? So, who cares? That's She's not so insane. Not to, which... Leanne cannot know. But Scott, <laughs> I just don't. What? I don't think I I've been on one, and I don't know right offhand. Here, I'll show you. I'll show, I'll, I'm, yeah, bringing, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna bring it up. Okay, okay, cool. uh, the only is this, way is this why when we dangle the carrot of an episode about tilt a whirls, you never bite? <laughs> <laughs> I have brought up doing tilt a whirl before, and you've never yeah. revealed. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I give mean, you. That's a good reason to do an episode, I suppose. Uh, to learn, wow. I be, I feel like someone listening. Though, well, if Leanne doesn't know, like there, there's, I you know, I, pic- I no. picture all the carnival rides. And I'm like, yeah, that one. That's the tall one, and the the kind of yeah. round one. That's the spinny one. Uh, so, I don't necessarily yeah, he, know the names. So here's here's the tilt a whirl. Okay, so it's big. It's the one with the, the like sure. clamshells. Oh, 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 oh. And the, yes. the yes. they're on a track one. that spins, and then the whole thing is spinning, yeah. and there's kind of like an up and down to it. Mm-hmm. And like, the only reason I'm so shocked is because uh, we had like we had a tilt a whirl at the local Santa's Village, which is another theme park that we would go to once or twice a year. In addition to whenever a carnival was around, and to me, the tilt a whirl was my local Space Mountain. It was the thing I got the <laughs> most excited for. I I was so like that's I, that was like number one when we would go to any of these places was like, I got to get back on the tilt world. So I sort of thought of it in the same way you would think of a classic Disney attraction, which is the reason I'm, and I guess because I got thrown up on too, it's looms so large. I got puke all over me on one of these things. <laughs> and yet still you're so fond. I still am so fond. I haven't been on one in a long time. Um, but yeah, my memory is just, I, I really was so, I, I was just as excited to go on that as I was big thunder or whatever. Yeah, we would any I mean, we went to the Jersey Shore a ton and the uh, Playland in Ocean City. Like as a kid, uh, that was my like, all right, first thing, got to go in the Tilda World. Mom and or dad or uh, mama or papa, like, you know, someone (laughs) would be dragged on with me. And I think I liked it because it's like thrilling, but it is it's it's like low to the ground <laughs> and it's you feel i felt, always felt very safe because you had a big yes. bar yeah, and this big like thing. yeah the canopy and and so like it was thrilling but it took me a little while when i was young to build up to roller coasters but i always liked the sensation of the tilda world and but i did, always like so m- did mama and papa like it <laughs> oh they loved it i mean there's a million pictures of us when i go back to the shore when we go down the shore now when i go back to visit one of them is going on the tilt a whirl with. Who like, liked it more, go. Mama or Papa? Huh, Mama or Papa? Uh, well, they're dead. Now. I've just never heard you say those words. <laughs> and also, your, your grandparents. Were, those, yeah, yeah. yeah my oh, grandparents parents. are Mama and Papa. Oh, wait, yes. wait. Say no. it or spell spell it out for me. Uh, M O M. Oh. M O M. Mum mum. Oh, it's a. Mom-mum. I thought it was ending with an A. Okay, mum. Oh, right. No, no. This Mom-mum. isn't. Yeah, no, this is the grandparents. Thing. Well, it was to distinguish they were mom and pop up, and then my dad's grandparents were grand, grandma, grandpa. I don't know how mm-hmm. grandpa ended up the easiest, like the most uh, normal one, uh, but to distinguish between the one set of uh, grandparents and the other. 
Mm-hmm. Pop pup? Is there a switch there? No, no, it's P-O-P, P-O-P. Okay, all right. Pop pup. Yeah. Just, get, just getting clarity. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, okay. Uh, and I guess now I have Tilt-A-Whirl clarity as well. I don't think I've ever been on a Tilt-A-Whirl, y'all. Wow. I'm, I guess wow. I'm, am I missing out yeah, big been. time? First yeah, and you thing. have? First it's thing, pretty what's fun. Yeah, it's vaccine? fun. I like that. I like the tilting part of it, actually, because you kind of mm-hmm. like go back and forth like that. Um, yeah, I think I think it's it feels safe. I would say, yeah, if you're afraid of heights, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's too crazy. I think it's fun. Yeah, that's oh, I'm not, it's not a, a scared issue. I just think I oh. just have not if been in. <laughs> have I not been in front of one? Have I just passed by them and not chosen it? I don't know. Wow, so you, yeah, you don't even mm-hmm. remember coming across a tilt a whirl. I'm sure I've been. I'm sure I've been in the vicinity of one and just not uh, made a point of it. Okay, let me ask you this then, Scott. Have you been in the vicinity of this ride, which I'm assuming aesthetically you're going to love? Hmm. The oh, Gravitron. Gravitron. That yeah. was my. That was one of my favorite ones. There's that version, and then there's the version that's like open and it's just like a cage, and you would just yes. spin around. Yeah, yeah. that's my, one of my two favorites. Mm-hmm. I uh, have never been on a Gravitron. Yeah, okay. so that's... Gra- so Gravitron is when I got a little older, when I graduated to a more intense <laughs> experience, because I was very freaked out by the idea of the Gravitron. And in case you don't know what it is, it's basically like a big flying saucer, at least this version is, where you go inside and it's completely enclosed and the it spins around really fast and pins you to the wall. So yeah. it's going for a couple minutes. I mean, maybe it was 90 seconds. I, it it's felt like, like what, forever. Like- and yeah, you could like, basically turn like as if you could turn upside down on the wall, basically, because the force mm-hmm. was pushing you mm-hmm. so so uh, aggressively. Uh, and, and yeah, it, you would just have fun yeah, on the and wall. Those, <laughs> and those little pads would like slide up. Like mm-hmm. in this picture, you pulled up. This woman is like at, near the roof. <laughs> And like her body is spread across two pads. Mm-hmm. That was so fun. And we would try to like lift our arms up against off the, the wall to see if you can like you can counter that centrifugal force. It was right, really fun. Um, I'm concerned the, yeah, about some the of the open. ceilings I'm seeing, though, uh, partially yeah. for uh, 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 filth, partially for <laughs> just big metal bars. These things that look like spikes. I mean, probably you're not ending up at that part of the ceiling like you're staying close to the wall but i have my safety concerns about this one uh big time i don't think (laughs) yeah you're not strapped in that one is really crazy aesthetically scott all of these 
Oh, it's fantastic. It's like ELO oh, album yeah, covers. Really good. I, I, I like them very much. Yes. Yeah. Mm. But if I don't go on it, I just get to look. I maybe Can't, I'm that that's the mm. way I win is just looking at a Gravitron. <laughs> would you go Scott, would you go on a Gravitron right now? Uh you mean just in like bored uh quarantine adult state? Like, would I? Am I worn down enough well, to, just, to get on a gravitron? Not, I would say if it's quarantine, I wouldn't go in a enclosed space with a bunch of people <laughs> where it's funny spinning around. But sure. say, yeah, say we're all say we all have either a vaccine or a Regeneron coursing through our veins. <laughs> uh, would you go on a gravitron if you came across it? I guess so. Is there is there nothing else to do? Well, <laughs> There's a tilt a whirl. Would you? <laughs> I would you do it? Tilt a whirl first. I'd say. Let, would you? Let me sweeten the pot. Papa Scott, will you take? Will you take <laughs> little Jason on the gravitron for the first time? <laughs> well, I guess if I'm helping make somebody a man, then uh, <laughs> can't resist that. <laughs> I'm gonna do my part. And then uh, we'll take you on the tilt a whirl. Oh, if we can get a picture of the three of us on a tilt a whirl together, uh, vaccine coursing through our veins. I mean, <laughs> vaccine coursing. That's got to be. It might stir it up. It'll make it more effective. It's like a yes. uh, centrifuge uh, uh, in, in a in a science Whoa. lab, but giant. I'm sorry, but there's a picture to the far left, and it's titled "How to Win at Gravitron," and this guy is standing. <laughs> How? How is oh, that? Yeah, he's completely it? ninety degrees from all the other folks on it. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Fascinating. He, he's, well, uh, he I... probably works there, and he's been doing this, and his legs are incredibly strong. <laughs> this is like the super pro indoor skydivers. How when we when us rubes us marks were waiting to indoor skydive, and then you're watching the guys who work there super showing off. Yeah. Right. Uh, so there's Gravitron who... pros out there. Again, what oh, were you used usedrides.com $120,000 you can get a grab a gravitron. <laughs> wow, we well, should buy um, a gravitron. <laughs> um, I have some I actually have some uh uh related to this the possibility of buying attractions. Uh uh I I came across some fun stuff because um I, you know, one thing I like to do with, with various topics is go to eBay, type in the topic of the episode or some other, uh, oh, anything else tangential, and uh, look for price highest first uh, to see how, <laughs> how crazily high we can get and what's some of the weird stuff up at the top. And uh, I did a little bit of that. I just put in Carnival on eBay, and, and that was it. And uh, I found a bunch of stuff. I'll share the screen here. If if we're interested in starting our own carnival, if we feel like we want to, you know, prove ourselves more, you know, work with our hand, prove that we're, uh, you know, able-bodied and uh, start touring the country, I think it'd be pretty easy for us to just buy uh, a couple of uh, 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 carnival rides because oh my God. you just a go on eBay dollars? and for only a oh, million dollars... <laughs> There's all these bizarre listings. Almost all of them are not exactly a million dollars, but nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred. They they bring it a little 16. bit down just to not get you to that seventh digit. Um, but you know, yeah. here we got like a big. Uh, I don't know what to call out of these. There's a swing one. There's a drop ride. We could oh buy God. a drop ride for a million dollars. Yeah. Um, and the. The strange thing about them, when you click on all of these, they all have kind of big, like, 
unseemly titles that go on and on that all end with we finance and then every one of them uh it, it says item location is in delano minnesota but then if you dig further into the cellar it is clearly a chinese company the chinese company is called zynga land and their tagline is we dare you not to laugh <laughs> My theory is that they say that they are in uh, yeah. Delano, Minnesota, because like, all right, how do we prove that we are American? Well, let's just put a pin in the exact center of the country, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the middle of America, uh, and then everyone will believe us. But all of these, they're just all really weird if you click on them. Um, they all have the most bizarre descriptions, such as there's like a uh, like a Dumbo type ride with um, with a honeybee, and uh, and here's the description of that. This hot sale honeybee is widely used in theme park, adventure land, etc. Just like you are flying in the flowers, feel the miracle and happiness. So play with your family and enjoy your life. <laughs> oh my gosh! And then you. Someone's you like, know. "This is the answer." <laughs> this is what I. I've lacked happiness, too much anxiety, <laughs> depression, all the things we've been talking about. The answer is we have to buy this hot sale honeybee for six hundred thousand dollars. And wow. the oh the God. answer to the mystery, like so much on the internet nowadays, it's like, oh, it's just a drop shipping scam. It's just a drop shipping scam. You can find that ride for like a hundred thousand dollars on Alibaba. Yeah, they just rebranded. Uh, yeah, don't. It should not cost that much money. That that feels weird to me. And I don't think this is the way to start your carnival business. I all the other shady yeah. thing about these. There's a, one other ride. Uh, that's a crazy octopus ride. All right, what's some more info about that one? And it says, crazy octopus ride. It has its roots in a piece of classical Latin literature from 45 BC. This book is a treatise on the theory of ethics, very popular during the Renaissance. <laughs> Wait, what? what? It's a Not book? A book? <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a crazy octopus ride. Why does its descriptor say that it's a book from the Renaissance about ethics? <laughs> Zingaland is not careful about it. Someone is searching. Someone is searching for a book on the Renaissance on eBay, and they're looking at the description, and it's a a fun full adventure for you and your children. Um, Must be forty two inches or. (laughs) If you're yeah, if you're looking for Renaissance books about ethics on eBay, and then you don't read very carefully. Uh, you might end up buying a million dollar <laughs> carnival ride. <laughs> yeah, really be careful. It's happening a lot, I think I've heard. So yeah, be yeah. careful. It's a, it's a very common scam out there. But anyway, you know, we, we talk about wanting to own Playland uh, stuff from McDonald's. And, you know, we could we could have this hot sale honeybee. Um, uh, I, we I need like someone to put it, of- but. I like the idea of owning a hot sale honeybee. So let's just let's maybe make a best offer. Maybe offer a price on eBay. Oh That's sure. A good idea. Huh. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the offer price? Like um... uh, nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're still keeping it high. All right. I was gonna say I'll put seven dollars on this offer, guys. Oh, okay. Well, you could go that way if you want. But, uh... <laughs> okay. I just want well, to be yeah, respectful. Use your seven to chip into our nine hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, cool. yeah. Um. <laughs> Leanne, uh, when you were working, did you said I caught? Did you say you got keys to a ride? No, uh, a, go- a golf cart because we. Oh, you got keys to a golf cart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I we thought you said go kart. I think. 
Oh no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I didn't get any access to any rides. I got I got tickets and I, I did ride the Ferris wheel. No, I did ride the Ferris wheel, that's right. Um mm-hmm. and it was just real I think it was just to relax at the end of the day. Um and it was just really slow. It was small too, it wasn't huge. Um right. and that's yeah. Uh, no, no tickets. I have a question from back in the boot when you were describing the scenario. This is a community service scenario in which then at the end of the day yeah. you get tickets. So it, you, this is like a circular thing. Like you could, in order to save money on tickets, uh, run traffic lights, go to court, yes. try to hope that you get to work at a carnival. and then it Truly, yeah. I didn't have to pay anything. I, and I got to run a red light. Um, <laughs> it's that's a, a that's thrill a attraction fun. in and of itself. Yes, yeah. that was a yeah. That's a that was a thrill ride. Um, I, yeah, I think um, I don't. It was so weird. Is the city was connected to it somehow? The woman running it like didn't really care what I did, and I the whole time I was there, I was terrified that everyone thought I was like a convict who was doing community. Like they didn't know what like why I was doing community service. So that was always in the back of my mind. Um, but yeah. I, I, it it didn't feel like work, and uh, and it I felt like I was those kids like they probably made eleven bucks an hour. Um, I just felt like I was just like in my teens again, like in a minimum wage job, hanging out. And um, what <laughs> streaming service has optioned this story? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Quibi. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. Bad sorry. news. Really Bad news. sorry. Wait, what? But no, <laughs> don't worry. Oh, I haven't been uh, reading the trades, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, no. uh, the, the Quibi office is packed up in the middle of the night, and now it's just an empty field again with some old, like, the only proof it was ever there was just some old flyers and uh, oh, crumpled up. Janitor sweeping up. <laughs> yeah, cotton candy sticks. There's like a one glass jar of the candy, yeah. By a janitor <laughs> sweeping up, still kind of smells like no. pizza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen, we've never heard of her. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Katzenberg, the worst advance man, uh, to use a carnival <laughs> term, <laughs> the person oh. who uh, beats the show into town and oh, yeah. does uh, all the permits yeah. and uh, potentially payoffs if need be. Jason, reading all these terms, were you like, this should have been my life? I mean. Yeah, it was kind of like, <laughs> oh, man, this is so deep. There's so much here that's so, uh, yeah, I, I could have lived this at least for a summer or two. Because you're a, you're a big music man fan. You like the idea of rolling it. into town in a cart and uh, fooling a bunch of people and then leaving. That's like a dream of yours. <laughs> Last train out when they're chasing you to the train and you're hopping on the caboose. <laughs> uh, it's the Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney, Say, Say, Say video. <laughs> Yes. The, you're, uh, selling people mm, yes. a, an elixir that doesn't work. Uh, yeah, I, I do wonder, though, like some of this carny uh, lingo, uh, I had never heard. Have you guys ever heard of a carny marriage? Oh, I don't I think saw so. The, this was weird. This oh, yeah. Was, wait, what's what's a carny marriage? This OK, this was a little it's one of those things where it's like a little too perfect. Like where someone's like, ah, you're re- I had the idea for the title of the movie. It came to me in the moment. Um, this website says a carny marriage. Carnies are an unromantic lot as a rule. <laughs> what? According to others, as, <laughs> as a, a sign rule. that a couple intends to be monogamous, parentheses, or relatively so, for a while, thus keeping the individuals more or less from straying and from unwanted romantic advances... They may engage in a carny marriage. 
The sign that they are, quote, married in the eyes of their fellows is a ride once around on the carousel or first wheel. Uh, a divorce is less formal, sometimes with a ride turning in the other direction, but more <laughs> often at the end of the season or when both parties just say, to hell with it. Wait. That's crazy. But that also makes me think that they're just all fucking all the time, and they're like, wait a minute, guys. We're monogamous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean... Get yeah, on the I mean, ride. You could, you could probably... <laughs> Honestly, I had never thought about that, but that makes, of course, too much sense that there's just a whole, like, we're, like, 15 people and we're all married to each other. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, you, the guests. <laughs> Once you buy a ticket, you are married to us for the you night. You are married to us, and uh, no. it's going to be a great three days. It's going to be a great Part long weekend. Marriage. No, no, Part no. Why are we... People are mad about the phrase... Um, I don't know. I'm not a barker. That's an offensive term, barker. But the, but like, well, what do you feel about carny? Oh yeah, love it. I'm a carny. I'm one of the carnies, and uh, I'll engage in a carny marriage. Like you'd think that would be the offensive term, if any, right? Well, right. But we're in a field where people are still mad about sketch versus skit. You know. So who are we to judge? <laughs> Skit, yes, skits. I sure am. Don't demean what I do with skits. If your parents says skit, they're an idiot. (laughs) They're out of here. Get out. It's a sketch. You know, Matt Besser makes sketches. (laughs) (laughs) That with there being no, uh, that you know, there won't be like a big family holiday party for me this year. I don't have to have the part where uh, a, a one of my parents' friends tells me an idea or points to someone at the party and says, now they're a character, you know, you should do, uh, make something about them, put it in one of Jay Leno's skits. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that's still what happened. Like still somebody will tell me to submit something to Jay Leno now. <laughs> <laughs> for a CN- and you go do for a CNBC car show. <laughs> no, for the Jay Leno, for Jay Leno's skit show. <laughs> what are you talking about? Off the, off the air for five years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, not as far as I know. I haven't turned on a TV in <laughs> a number of years, so he's still doing skits, ain't he? He's got to be. Uh, Leanne, let's talk uh, carnival food. Mm. Oh, yeah. Funnel cake. Love funnel cake. Funnel cake. I also, yeah. Also at the Orange County Fair, I which is a fair enough. It's kind of like a, it's the same thing. It's They're just, like you said before, it's planted. Um, yeah. I had a hamburger on a Krispy Kreme donut. And that is shit is so good. It is like it is. It's crack. It's like the fat, and it's so good. It's so it'll it's, make your stomach hurt. <laughs> it's a beef patty. Mm-hmm. Does it have everything on it as far as lettuce no. and tomato? No. It's okay. like it's just beef, cheese or not option, and then the Krispy Kreme donut. It's very uh, any good. no ketchup or anything either. No, no, just no, the no. beef. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, at first. My first instinct is to say that does that probably is good, but it also sounds disgusting. But if you really think about it, like eating a eating something on a Hawaiian sweet roll, it's not yeah. so different than it's having not. a donut. It's not, and it's just like fatty, cheesy, mm-hmm. meaty, sweet. <laughs> I, uh, I I was eating a sandwich a couple of days ago, and I had a donut, and I I. I uh, 
Uh, as I said, I've been I've been alone for a couple of days, uh, and I ran out of dishes uh, that were clean. They were all in the dishwasher. I just hadn't run it. I just hadn't run it. It's not like they were in the sink. I swear to God. Uh, that's so a, I put that's it in a like bowl. A button away. I put it. Yeah, oh, okay. I put it in a bowl, and then I put a donut on top of the sandwich. And I was like, hmm. And I took like a bite. And I was like, that's not. That's good. That has to like that is good. It's not gross. It's I mean, it's not, gross, no. but it's good. It's weird. It's weirdly good. It just like hits all of the like everything in, on your tongue. That's like, this is mm-hmm. crack. I love it. Um, uh. I like uh, funnel cake that. And then I recently started trying um, fried things. Like I'd never tried it. And it's like fried Oreos or fried. Um, yeah. Bananas. Snickers. I, like, or, yeah. I'll see like dub, deep fried Twinkies that exist. Yeah. I haven't tried those, but it's like, especially at the county fairs, I've seen the pictures of the menu, which is like what you're saying. It's just like deep fried Oreos and it's like five or five pieces that are all deep fried. And then, yeah, Twinkies that are like have three layers yeah. of fat instead of one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have not tried a lot of those. Uh, uh, what, what would you call them? monstrosities is that too mean to the food uh, <laughs> they're fair like food i think is the term yeah oh uh, fair food okay that's nicer than uh than um <laughs> than, culinary uh, horrors culinary, <laughs> there you go. abominations yeah godless food godless food they don't exist anywhere else but fairs and carnivals right so it's crazy the 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 deep fried oreos i think are a little genius because it gets soggy and so it's just like having a donut with just like chocolate and frosting in the middle so it doesn't right the oreo it is gone and it's just like a, a chocolatey frosty donut mm-hmm. yeah That's i mean the best executions of oreos are you dip it in milk or like mm. you pulverize it into ice cream so <laughs> you know changing yeah, it in some oreos. way I know. I yeah. I actually hate Oreos. Is that right? Really? People don't like Oreos just Oreos, as they come. They're fucking. They're so gross. Like the cookie part is so dry. Um, the frosting is good. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like the uh, vanilla Oreos, but not chocolate Oreos. Hmm. Interesting. I guess I've uh, heard that opinion. I'm, I'm fine with cookies for whatever reason. I like Oreo. Oh. I like the. I like Oreos uh, in general, but I don't have them a lot. I do think I probably like the double stuff Oreos better because mm-hmm. the frosting is my favorite part. Yeah. Um, You're gonna think I'm insane. I've done the like thin ones where you get less oh, cream. Ugh. I'm not saying I prefer that, but I've chosen. I try that. I I'm feel like that. having the thin ones. Yeah, oh, I, I think can't. the thin. It's I an interesting. I, I, will, I <laughs> like they don't them taste dry, like chocolate either. But it's just like, yeah, they're what not. Is that they're flavor? not chocolate. It's true. It's yeah. It's some yeah. other thing. It's, like it's a, some a fakey. bitter dry. <laughs> Yeah, Sh- shocky. <laughs> I guess I don't deny any of this. I just don't <laughs> mind it for whatever reason. It's comforting yeah. though because you had them as kids. That's sort of maybe yeah. what a lot of yeah. People. Jason is still a milk and ice cream cookie dunker, mm-hmm. which I am not. Uh, milk. Wait, you you dunk cookies in milk? Yeah, I'll do. You it do that soy milk it, or almond milk or regular. But you milk. do it like once a week. <laughs> I eat cookies most days. Yeah. Right, but I but I'm saying like that to me feels like yeah, you still regularly dip cookies in milk. Yes, you, correct. Well, how many hours ago did you do it? Is what I'm asking. I, I <laughs> haven't done it in a while. I ate ice cream last night, but not a lot because it was cold. So I was getting uh-huh. cold, even colder eating the, well, the ice spirits. Cream. The spirits were out last night. <laughs> they well, were in the ice cream. You know. 
Um, but I, 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 I would dunk. I, I guess we really actually didn't even dunk cookies and milk a lot when I was a kid. So I guess I w- didn't even have that as part of a ritual. Yeah, I don't do it that often, but I do like I do. I understand the appeal of it. Oreos are much better dipped in milk because it gets softer. So you get mm. a little it gets a little squishy. I get it. But I don't do I don't seek out a glass of milk as soon as I have a cookie in my hand. I just yeah. The, and it's also look, I'm uh, I'm giving Jason some grief. But <laughs> honestly, like, is it that much different than having like Lucky Charms cereal? Like, it's just a bunch of no. candy. It's just candy soaking in milk. Do you That's do that, just, Mike? Have you been having Lucky Charms? I um, I will say I had a big box of Fruity Pebbles a couple weeks ago. Mm. Yes, my breakfast was Fruity Pebbles with banana. Uh, mm. So today, yeah, two hours ago. <laughs> yes, you, they were on nice. sale. You route. eat dessert all day, every day. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. How are you both not just like hulking creatures? That's what I. I'm impressed. That yeah, you don't just I, swell up. I'm six uh, three. I walk yeah. a lot, and I uh, often forget to eat other meals. <laughs> I just feel like, oh, I feel like garbage. It's like, oh, it's dinner time. I forgot lunch. <laughs> I had the Lucky Charms and only water. <laughs> I wasn't. When I was young, I was never allowed to have those. I was so jealous of people who had those um, cereals. Like mm-hmm. I'd go to friends' houses yeah. and open their cupboards. And so I never, I think the the closest I got to sugar cereal was like corn pops. Mm. Um, and to this day, I don't know if I've ever had Lucky Charms. I don't think I've ever had it. Yeah. I wonder I'm not if sure it's... I have either. This is another, this really? is another one of those no. tilt worlds I'm not sure that I've, I have eaten Fruity Pebbles or Scott, Lucky Charms, any, maybe either. Yeah. Your Same. co-hosts are just going to give you the best fucking day of your life. <laughs> as soon as COVID's over. <laughs> Here, stuff it Lucky in. Here, handful, go. Lucky <laughs> Charms, Fruity Pebbles, milk, milk, milk. <laughs> Have you had tricks? Um, I think so. I've had tricks, th- yes. You think yeah. so? This is shocking. <laughs> I, not, I mean, I haven't had anything resembling any of this in 20 years. That that I can say with confidence. That's fine. I'm not offended yeah, by that. Yeah. Cinnamon mm-hmm. Toast Crunch? Uh, I'm not sure. <gasps> I don't think I I'm a yet. too sugar yeah. cereal of a person. Because that yes. was always a staple of the little boxes at like hotels or like the right, right. breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I would get it there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. This is blowing. Honestly, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's interesting because we you have affection for a lot of these masks. Have you had the monster cereals, Conchocula, Boo Berry, Frankenberry? I have never had any of this. <gasps> wow! Wow! I I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I I don't regret it though. I don't. No, no, it's fine. Think I think it'd be where a bizarre you, diet to be fighting today to be Scott, constantly having from? the craving for for Boo Berries. Scott is from uh, here. California. I'm oh, Dally also. Yeah. Is it is this too personal a question? Can I ask what your parents did when you were younger? What they did? Yeah, their profession. Like profession, uh, 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 teacher and lawyer. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Neither of them I was like a, they were uh, like professors or like we no don't professors. Have that <laughs> none of them was a were uh, none of them was an elf or a leprechaun <laughs> or a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> or a or a Frankenstein, if that if that's uh, part of the question. So if that my, influenced my cereal taste, my parents were sugar salespeople. Ah, <laughs> that makes sense. They both sold sugar for a living. 
<laughs> sugar uh, barkers. Sugar barkers. Yeah. They, well, they didn't like, like sugar talkers. They didn't. They like sugar talkers better. Yeah. And mine, uh, one was a Kellogg, one was a Mills. So uh, yeah. they I guess were feud, it was just their the families family. feuded. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, they were <laughs> feuding. They were star-crossed cereal lovers. <laughs> yeah, we only um, ate this in our house. <laughs> um, let me. I'm going to talk about a carnival ride here. Uh, a, a ride called the Zipper. Do you guys know what a zipper is? If I say it offhand, uh, is it the I think one I, that spins around? It's like a tiny track in it. It's Some yeah. T- you're like uh, uh, you know the ride is is like a big big boom. I saw it described as uh, um, you know there's a big wheel on either end like uh, oh. uh, that, that rotates around. Uh, so, so you're you're basically. Uh, uh, your vehicle spins along this big thing as the entire thing flips around 360, and uh, you are in one of you know 12 to 14 little L-shaped cages. Um, does that sound familiar when I say yeah. it's kind of like a seat-shaped, yes. like mm-hmm. you could see where the you know you you would you would rest there on the bench. Um, this is the thing when I was thinking about carnival stuff. Like now, that this is the thing I would not do. Zippers seem terrifying to me and seems shady to me uh and then i was looking into it and i don't think they have been shady for a long time but in the 70s four people died on the zipper and they had to dramatically change how they did zippers forever uh um there's one incident where uh it was an 18 year old worker who was manning the thing i don't know what happened he said that he locked it up but then they near the site of it they found a loose pin on the ground Oof. which you're like that's all that it was was oh, a yeah. pin it was all it was keeping the door from opening up like a hundred feet in the air oh my um God. anyway and and uh, uh so they just had to the zippers are not over they do zippers still today but they had to change how they build them uh jason i don't know if you grew up with a uh, aware of a congressman named bud schuster um we have an old battle axe in pennsylvania he he tried to start a motion to uh, to ban zippers and it didn't work. He didn't ban zippers were not banned. Hmm. Jason, do you um, know him? I don't know him. No. Um, oh. He seems kind of fun. He was very uh, anti-zipper and yet also a vocal opponent of the airbag. Like when Ralph Nader's <laughs> trying oh to introduce God. airbags. So wow. I don't understand. That seems like uh, yeah. priorities. Yeah. yeah. Did where did, did Nader Wait, try to so, ban zippers? Uh, he did not. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't think Nader has uh, weighed in uh, on a zipper. Yeah, yet. yeah. He didn't was care a lot Nader about the carnival anti, industry. I guess was, was Nader that? anti-airbag? No, no, pro airbag. Oh, he was a he was a big airbag. yes car safety advocate okay. and seatbelt activist. Activate. I think I said activate. Advocate would be mm-hmm. the word, and I should learn how to speak. Uh-huh. That's okay. that makes sense. Uh, um, yeah, Nader is the guy. Nader is the guy with seat, but he's the he was the Fauci of uh, <laughs> car safety for basic, car Yeah, safety. of course. So he mm-hmm. now today we'd all be furious at him for trying to make us not die. <laughs> mm-hmm. And well, people were furious at him a couple years ago. Oh yeah, oh yeah. People are yeah. I guess so. People are always mad at. Uh, people are always <laughs> mad. Wait, why uh, were people mad at him a few years ago? Well, because he ran for president. Uh, the girl oh. Bush. And they believe in all of taking yeah, votes. Yeah, I thought but was. I thought you meant yeah. people were mad at Fauci a few years ago, and I was like, oh. I don't. <laughs> were they? I was. I was confused because that was twenty years ago. I was thinking that's my reference for Nader too, but 
Yeah. You said yeah. A few. That's I was like, like what has he done? He's back. What's, what's he up to? <laughs> right, right. Um, uh, so no zippers for me with that history, even though they've uh, the zipper even though they does, fixed them. I've never been on the zipper. That does make me uncomfortable. That's one of those rides where I'd have to go, all right, I'm doing it for the podcast, which mm-hmm. is a thing I think about now. There's rides that I really, really don't want to go on. I don't want to go on Tatsu at Six Flags, which is the one where you're kind of like supermanning, right? That's that's the right. It's one, the right? yeah. Mm-hmm. They lie you down as you go. Right, up you're on your hill. stomach yeah. essentially going through the air. I really, really am terrified of it. But if I can go, well, I gotta go on it for the show. It'll be funny for the show. I yeah. probably will do it. But I really am scared of it. Well, Mm -hmm. the reason I never went on a Gravitron is because the way it was explained to me was like, okay, you go in, there's no Mm seatbelts. And I I believe when it was explained to me, it was called, someone was like, it's called the hell hole. And you go in, there's no seatbelts and it starts spinning you really fast and you're pressed against the wall and then the floor drops out. And I think Mm -hmm. that's a bit of an exaggeration from the floor slowly lowers and you don't really need it (laughs) because you're pressed against the wall. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point they may have added like light restraints. Like, okay, everyone, the older ones, you're not attached to anything. But like, yeah, newer ones, they strap you in. You can't do as much. So right. I would probably try it now. Mm-hmm. Um, kamikaze, like other rides, the Kamikaze, which is, that's the like, almost like they've, I've seen versions of it where it's like a pirate ship and it basically swings back and forth. Yeah. Oh, I love okay. that. Yeah. Um, I've um, never been on one of those. I like the pirate ship. Uh, that was my second one of two of my favorite carnival rides. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I couldn't go on the kamikaze either. I, I, it's too terrifying. Mm. Like the two yeah. the the two blades basically that go back yeah. and forth. Yeah, spin- yeah. I see. I, I see now. Um, yeah. No. Probably. You're wouldn't. not going to do that. No kamikazes. <laughs> no. Um, uh you know you're you're more committed i suppose uh uh you, you know doing things for the podcast you're right might it be funny if i went on the kamikaze maybe um <laughs> do, do i feel guilty in any way but not no not at all let me ask you this if we were doing like a tv show would you be like oh god all right i'll do it for the show like if like um, to be because it would be funny to watch us be scared I suppose so. There'd be more in it because, like, what's the point really in going? So then I got in the thing and I was right. so scared. You yeah. should have seen me if you had seen the look on my face. <laughs> but <laughs> if I guess if yeah, if there was a visual component, um, they, maybe there'd be more in it. Right. We, uh, Leanne, we've talked about before. Scott's a big Beach Boys fan, and oh. I, to entice him to be get on one of these scary rides. Uh, I said, if, if you were to ride it with Beach Boy Mike Love, would that be enough incentive to get on? And I'm trying to remember it was, what ride was it again? Was that uh, King Daka, the, yes. uh, the yes, very was, scary coaster Mike in Love, New Jersey? Isn't Mike Love like the bad one? Like he's Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure oh, yeah. the bad one. <laughs> he's lost. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he's horrible. Yeah. He's a bad man. But of course, you <laughs> know, I want to yeah. like ask him questions and stuff. Um, oh, okay, that's fair, yeah. It'd be, maybe um, be the most interesting to talk to in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But is there any man? Leanne, is huh? there any like celebrity you would be like, well, I'd have to go on with this person, like because the photo op would be insane. So you would get back on a crazy roller coaster, like Goliath. Like I would go on with this celebrity, or even just for a large amount of money. Is there a price? Oh, large amount of money for sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Goliath. 
Yeah. I would do Goliath. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Does anyone pop into your mind like, well, I got to do it if... I don't no, know, I don't. I don't think there's anyone in the world that I like. Okay. I don't. Celebrity doesn't. Sure. I don't know. I just don't. I mean, okay, maybe if I could have lunch with like, um, like Paul McCartney or something. Okay, but not Goliath with Paul. <laughs> no. <Okay. laughs> I just be there. I feel like I, I couldn't enjoy. Couldn't I wish, talk couldn't to enjoy him. Right, right. I. It might kill him. Like I wouldn't. Now that is a concern. Um, yeah, that is a concern. My, yeah. my Mike Love worry too. Yeah. 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 But what if Michael? But if Mike Love died next to you on King to Ka, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> well, there we get. Yes, if I'm present for the moment of Mike Love's demise. <laughs> I think <laughs> if I moment. could like stand in line with him for an hour, sure. and then you know the price is going on the ride. Yeah. Paul, Paul is so cheap; it. he doesn't pay for the fast pass. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I just I like I like that question because I try to gauge exactly how what the fear is. If yeah. it's like an easy one, or if it's like nah. I don't well, know. I guess money. I I wouldn't go below like twenty thousand dollars. Okay, wow. that's yeah, yeah. That fear is strong. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what other oh uh, bumper cars at the carnival. Oh, yeah. What do we do? Mm-hmm. We like bumper cars because I feel like. I always like the idea of it, but it's, it was never a satisfying experience. I yeah. was I liked them, but I feel like there were kids who would get in and immediately were like, I got this. Like, I know how to nail people. And I feel yeah. like every now and then, like, there were some very slow moving. I liked, like, the, the when I was younger, the really little ones. Because you can't do too much damage. But I feel like I got nailed a number of times at like some of the bigger, faster ones. Yes. Oh, and there's I, some where you're only supposed to go one direction. And I, I fucked that up as a kid once. Like you're supposed to go around an area. Mm. And I had never encountered that. I had always encountered like the big open ones and like mm-hmm. started immediately going the wrong way. And everyone started yelling at me. <laughs> so that was an unpleasant experience. <laughs> Yeah, Leanne, were you gonna say something? I li- yeah, I liked it because like all it was uneventful. I feel and anticlimactic, mm-hmm. but it was fun that like you and like six friends could be in like a same space together rather yeah. than mm-hmm. yeah. I just felt like that was the best part. Like you could look across and be like, oh yeah, that's my friend. I'm gonna go get you. Right. It felt yeah. It felt like a little more yeah. You could like it felt like you had a lot of freedom too, but you really didn't have too much. And then I think I was in Jason's. <laughs> boat where i would just get like nailed constantly like i wasn't doing any of the aggressive stuff i was just getting hit over and over again yeah i think as long as we got no sparks like i don't want to see like large oh, yeah, physical little... sparks yeah yeah that's what that's where it Isn't gets that shady how they me. operated like there'd be like a pole that would touch the top and it would just like gr- it would just like yeah. yeah. Is that still just what it is? Like at a more elevated park, like a Knotts? Is it just, uh, are we just sparking up? Is that how it still works? <laughs> I don't, I think there's different versions of it because I remember there was sort of a, and I don't, I really should look into it, but it was only there in my hometown. There was like a big building and all of a sudden just this like, like carnival opened up inside of it i think they were going for a chuck e cheese thing but it was just like a big empty warehouse and they set up a bunch of games in there and there wasn't like a ceiling on their bumper cars and the bumper and whatever the gentleman carney who was working it would hop on the back of the cars while you were riding oh my god (laughs) 
which was scary, very scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Off, but there dude. was, yeah, there was no ceiling. There were no sparks in that version. So I wonder if there's a couple different. I mean, I guess we'll probably get into it when we eventually do bumper car episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's another podcast that we sort of have a feud with that kind of specializes in uh, bumper cars. Um, so I don't know. Is there no, well, the bumper car boys are our, our enemies. K- this, I've never looked a, into it, a, but they they yeah. talk about like they don't care about Disney or Universal or the big good one. They 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 talk about bumper cars like eighty five percent of the episodes. <laughs> Just really like give a big finger to everything that we like, and that's why they're our enemies. Yeah. So this this episode in general might be we're gonna get their yeah. ire. Yeah, we'll that see. we're even like infringing on their territory at yeah. all. Um, well, but we, yeah, there's we're allowed variety- to talk about whatever we want. Right. We can do it. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's a variety of ways, yeah, the bumper car mechanism can work. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be another I- good. It's always that narrow space. It is like a floor of an office building. And if they are looking for something to do with the former Quibi office, it's converting <laughs> it into. <laughs> the big old bumper car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just make that ceiling electric. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be easy enough. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of bumper cars, but again, I like the idea of it. Um, I, 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 yeah, go karts. I like the idea of more. I, although I've never actually been go karting. Oh, I went oh. once in Vegas. Um, it was pretty. I th- it, it was fine. I guess I think it'd be more fun when I was younger and I didn't drive a car. Um, <laughs> sure. And I'm like, yeah, like cool. I get to do this. But when you get in, it's just like this little like cart, and you just drive around a track and. And you can't like bump it. You can't do what you can do with bumper cars. It's right. It's you can't run like, red oh, lights. Is, You're you living dangerously <laughs> on the real road. In real life, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I could take my car eighty miles per hour. At that little bumper yeah. car. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, um, yeah. What have What have we talked about? There's the I don't know. There's, there's the ring of fire. That's the sort of it just like gains momentum in a big loop until it spins all the way around uh, but it's really yeah. unnerving like because it does like right before it does the full one it, it like yeah. is almost there and then hangs for a little bit i think you know what bugs me about a lot of them and i, I put zipper in the sand ring of fire is the resemblance to cages just that you <laughs> it's not a fun cage like casey jr I don't, I don't find them fun because of the like it, it's just such small inescapable it's like the lots of little triangles kind of cage and then it and then the cage is going to do a thing that kind of upsets my body um i'm in a mobile cage that's going to upset me and that's what a lot of these (laughs) things feel like to me it feels like maybe like the last ride on the zipper before the carnival leaves town they just say keep the doors locked all the people get stuck in there, and then they take them to the next town, and then train them to be carnies against. Them. Oh, they like brainwash them on the, oh, along the way, yeah. right? Oh god! All the cars are pumped full of like audio teaching them carny language. It's they're just like reciting that dictionary, that glossary that Jason read. Yeah. We're playing Had for it. another biggin. We're biggin. We're playing. For it. It's just like this hypnotic kind of thing that draws you in. Oh. Two biggins now for a jumbo. That's a good marker. Yeah. So, well, um, I, we're yeah. on to this carny brainwashing scam I, that's why yeah no last ride of the night for don't ever do it if anyone listening you're just gonna get driven one town over and before you know it and you're mm-hmm. like you get out of there and you're way more grizzled you look like you aged 30 years mm-hmm. you use lots of 
like te- terminology like marks and nobody knows what you're talking about anymore well um, it's it's punishment it's uh, for, the two things one this is literally i believe the plot of something wicked this way comes the red Bra- ray bradbury book uh i think a very old jason robards was in the movie version um and two i bet the people that they do that to uh are Two of my favorite phrases I came across in the glossary, lot lice and looky lose. Uh, <laughs> those are uh, guests who come early, stay late, and they walk around and they don't buy anything. So oh that's their that's their punishment. They get loaded up and they get loaded into the ride and <laughs> driven to the next town. So don't, if you're a lot lice or a looky loo, you know. Don't wow. be a looky loo. Don't be a they just little. developed 30 ways to show their disdain for everybody who comes to their carnival. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> that's right. All of this stuff, all of this American entertainment, and I, and I think like they had fun fairs in the UK, but all this stuff started just to be tricks. Everything was just a trick. Everything yeah, was just it's just to, to swindle to people. Yeah, right. it was just like total... And now it's, it's so funny. You were talking earlier about how like all of entertainment sort of comes from this, and it does, yeah. you know, like, comedy (laughs) the variety (laughs) show all of that stuff and it's become this like multi-billion dollar industry but Mm -hmm. yeah it's so funny that it started off just like how can we swindle all these people out of their money (laughs) (laughs) really the barker was the original promoted tweet (laughs) think about that think about that for (laughs) all the rest of the week until our next episode comes out that's a really profound statement see the monolith that appeared in utah and now in romania what is this monolith (laughs) yeah it's all the same thing uh any uh any final thoughts memories Anyone's got? Oh yes, yeah. or details about uh, your 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 brief uh, carny experience. Uh, do you miss any of the eighteen year olds? Do you have you kept in touch? <laughs> no, I don't. And I weirdly, no, I don't. I really didn't even think about it until Jason reached out to me. Um, yeah, I no, I yeah. No, <laughs> there was not a, a strong. A you didn't. You, there were, you weren't in a carny marriage. With the... No, I did not get no. in a carny marriage. It's oh. fascinating. I would watch a documentary on carnies in like a heartbeat. If like mm-hmm. a documentary, because I I'm fascinated. Because there's I know there's something rich in there. I haven't. I just mm. touched. The, I feel like I just touched the surface of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, there's a um, there's a movie about carnies that I would not watch in a second because I saw the trailer. Uh, oh, it no. is a movie starring Jodie Foster and Gary Busey, from <laughs> 1980. We're talking about scary movies. I don't know why I didn't talk about Carney then. I watched. I couldn't even make it through half of this trailer. This is the really? scariest Joker shit I've ever seen. <laughs> oh my god! Said, you know, I have we to we, we all this. say what? Joker's like king of comedy, but Joker's also a lot like uh, Carney. From that, was seeing a young Gary Busey put paint on his face and get demented and yell at Jodie Foster. He seems to like sort of abduct her, and there's a weird line about like. Some another carny is like, well, why are you always hanging out with your girlfriend? And he says, oh in cl- I think in clown makeup, she's our girlfriend. Oh, oh. whoa! It's oh. like the most upsetting movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's the name of it is Carney. Carney from 1980. Yes, I'm gonna check this out. <laughs> I, wow. car- th- I truly a, a, a trailer. I couldn't even make it all the way through. <laughs> um, yeah. Watch along with Carney, not. 
coming to podcast the ride. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we won't do that as an episode, but I will do that. Uh, take a plane class. <laughs> the show. Try it. Let me know. <laughs> Maybe we can get a comp because uh, we'll promote it on the show. Is yeah, it, it counts as themed entertainment. Uh, now, if anything happens to that plane, to the I know. Like, now that you've now that you've said it, I'm not doing it. It's off. You put it into the world, Scott. No, There's no way. It's just it's a quick jaunt. You know. No, I don't want to even entertain LAX, that. LAX, LAX to Little St. James round trip. Hey, it's wait, fine. what? Hardly... Little St. James. <laughs> Little St. James. Well, someone's got to work. The Epstein Island. You're part of this carnival now. You're this kind of party now. Musha K, maybe, but not okay. Little St. James, Jason. Okay. Musha K, David Copperfield's Island. Um, anyway, um, well, um, you know, the conquering fears, that's where, is there any, fe- like, well, you, you know, we've been cooped up for a while. Is there a fear, Leanne, that you'd want to, uh, to, to conquer after all this car- carnival or otherwise? I think, I think it flying and yeah, I think it would be flying. Cause it, I feel like, like I went to Japan a couple years ago and it was just like the start and the cap of my wonderful trip was just like terror i would love to travel and and finish out a nice trip terrified uh yeah i think it'd be flying and unfortunately there's a new reason to be terrified of flying currently i know (laughs) covid (laughs) hey look it's perfectly safe according to studies commissioned by the uh airline industry.com uh That's right. Yeah, um, and Gary Busey's Carney character. And Gary Busey's who wrote this study cut to him in a. <laughs> we wrote this study. <laughs> uh, uh, awesome. Hey, well, thank you for thanks for talking to us about carnival stuff. Thanks Sharing for having carno- me on. Carney memories. Leon Bowen, you survived <laughs> podcast the ride. Uh, thank you. Uh, let's exit through the the prize uh, booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of the the gift shop, is there is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, no. Um, I guess uh, Ted Lasso is on Apple TV right now. Um, get someone's password because it's not worth it. No, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure they'll add more better stuff to this late. But yeah, uh, check it out. <laughs> That's well. I think you get a year of Apple TV yeah. if you buy a, a phone or a laptop. So that's yeah. all you have to... So really, Apple TV is free if you otherwise mm-hmm. give Apple $3,000. Yes, $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do that, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the cheaper end of things, for $5 a month, you can get uh, three bonus episodes of Podcast mm-hmm. the Ride at Podcast <laughs> the Ride. The second gate, patreon.com slash podcast the ride. And we're on all the social medias and all the things. Um, is there a way that a carny would uh, say goodbye? Is there a carny terminology mm. for uh, uh, you know getting the hell <laughs> out of this burg? Uh, I think you would just try to do it like fast in the middle of the night. You know, is there an Irish goodbye? Is that is a carny goodbye the same as an Irish goodbye? Just for a massive caravan of equipment i guess hmm. Hmm. Um, i don't know that's another I thing to ponder here 
Yeah. I get well, then I guess the thing to do is just is to just say so long, suckers. <laughs> so long, suckers. So long, I got suckers. your money, suckers. suckers. We never saw them again. You marks, you loser marks. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.